and welcome to the first episode of the official Leeds United podcast of 2023. Oh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Etc, etc. It's me, Emma Jones, Jermaine Bedford, and live from Florida, Mr. Matthew Lewis. Woo! Woo! Go, Matty, go. Go, Matty, go. <laughs> Happy New Year, one and all. How are we, lads? Good Christmas, New Year. Yeah, very. I'm happy because Matty's happy. He's smiling. It's a new year, a new he year. He is. I noticed this. What happened? I just finished my coffee, so I'm oh. very, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Is there anyone around to get you another one so that this can be sustained? No, there is actually no. No, I'm on my own. Um, so it's going to wear off in about five minutes. Um, what did oh, we do? No. Oh, my, my, well, my family and friends, I had, I had people over. I had lots of people over in the house and it was all a bit chaotic, but we did a lot of fun stuff and it was great. And I'm kind of at that point where I'm sad everyone's gone, but also happy that I now have the house back to myself, so. I was going to say, are you one of those people, Matt, where you're like, oh, this is nice. And then after a few hours, you're like, right, I want my own company now. Go home now. Yeah, 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 I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> but then I regret it afterwards. I do regret it. I did get the old post-holiday blues there for a little while. Also, wasn't it your dad's 80th recently? It was. Yes, yes. That was Happy kind of the whole premise 80th. of the trip. He came over for his for his 80th birthday. What did you get him and what did you do? What did What did we do? Um, no, what, what did, did you get him? get him first? I don't remember what yeah. I got him. <laughs> that means nothing. Um, well, the whole bloody <laughs> trip. Um, we got, uh, we did all kinds of stuff. Like we, well, so we had Thanksgiving, which was, they've never done that before. Oh. So we did all that stuff at the back end of November. Um, and then we, we went and stayed in this house down at um, this big resort in, in sort of near Disney World, like this uh, place called Reunion. And um, had the whole family there, my brothers, kids. We went to, yeah, went to Disney, went to Universal. We went on an airboat and saw some alligators. We uh, <gasps> we went wow. to Volcano Bay to the water park. We played some golf. We just did all some kinds of just very, stuff. very Florida stuff. Yeah, tourist yeah. stuff that I don't normally do. Um, but they really enjoyed it, I think. What a way for your dad to celebrate his 80th. I'm going to be honest, Matt. I saw that house on your Instagram and I thought it was your house. And I was like, right, at some point in the next no, that's few Leeds United podcasts, yeah, That's I know. I was thinking yeah, right. he's got a pool. <laughs> I was going to weed it into conversation that I'd really like to come out, but I've got nowhere to stay. And then I realised it wasn't your home and I was like, oh no. It was oh, not no. my house. No, no, my, my house is a quarter of the size of that, unfortunately. A quarter of the size of it? It's huge. Oh, well, the Florida houses are bigger than <laughs> Bex, have you been over? Have you seen his house? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not invited. I've not been invited. I did go to uh, go to meet Matty at his mum and dad's house over in Yorkshire, actually. And um, on my journey, I was told not to bother. I was like, why? <laughs> he said, no, nah, it's just not worth it. And that was it. Conversation's over, mate. Nah, so I, can nah, I come nah, to yours, mate? The answer was no. <laughs> you were going to meet Matt and then Matt rang you to say, don't bother. Did you go and meet his parents anyway? <laughs> no, he didn't give me the address. <laughs> Could you imagine if I just said no, mate? No. <laughs> I'm trustworthy. I'm a trustworthy person. He could have sent me the address. I would have stopped over his mum and dad's house, grab a cup of tea, uh, you know, nice little conversation about Matty, you know, life, etc. Leeds United. He ended up having a lonely Ginster's pasty at the local BP garage, didn't you? That's what ended up happening. And then I hit the roundabout and went back home. Fuming. Oh, <laughs> what I love as well is that you've had to say to two people who you've been doing a podcast with for two years that you're a trustworthy person. I know. Yeah. It says mm. every untrustworthy yeah. person ever. Hey, you could trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, Bex, I know you've been in uh, snowboarding. I have. You were talking about that before Christmas. Tell us, how was it? And have you come back unscathed? I absolutely flipping loved it. 
Um, genuinely, it was one of the most exhilarating, enjoyable things I've ever done. And I didn't think I'd enjoy anything as much as football. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, Siri's talking to me. Sorry. <laughs> she didn't understand. Sorry, Siri. <laughs> she can't understand how it's as enjoyable as football. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Getting to the top of the hill and then looking down, uh, top of the mountain, looking down it, I I'll be honest, I was bricking it. I was looking down this, this massive mountain thinking there's no way I'm going down there on this snowboard. And I've never done it before. It's not happening. I started unclipping my boots and I was going to shuffle. I was going to bum shuffle all the way down the hill to the bottom. But then I thought, you know what? No, no. Be brave, Jermaine. You could do this. Knuckle down, suck it up and get on with it. Do you know what I did? I did exactly that. Only because I saw a six-year-old whiz past me like he was flipping. He <laughs> <laughs> was incredible. So I thought there's no way I could let a six-year-old or a six or seven-year-old embarrass me. So I went on it. On my very first run, I managed to get a top speed of 29.9 .9 miles an hour, which was incredible. Uh, However, take into account the fact that I, I didn't know how to stop that, you know, caused a little bit of a, you know, a little Issue. bit of concern for myself, I may, I may admit. So how, how does one stop at 30 mile an hour? I don't know, but I'll tell you how I stopped. Yeah, uh, I, decided, <laughs> I, I decided to spread my arms and just jump and hope for the best. And I landed flat on my face. Face first. A little bit of claret coming out of the nose, but it was worth it. It was enough to make me want to get back up and go again and again and again and again. And I fell in love with it. It was incredible, incredible. The thing is, what people don't tell you about um, snowboarding, not so much skiing, but snowboarding, is the snow lifts are not easy. Not not <laughs> the, the, the seated ones, like a, a little sofa thing, but the one that you put in between your legs and it kind of drags you up. The little ones, nobody tells you how difficult they are Thank or how you. to do it when you're on a snowboard. <laughs> Thank you. This is what I, you know when I said I fell off three times the other week? That's yeah, no, that was. was funny though. <laughs> no, I know, I mean, it's funny, but they're hard work. It's funny they? when it happens to other people. Okay then, lads, for anyone listening to this, myself included, who has no idea, help us out, tell us so that we know how to get on it without getting injured in future if we ever do decide to do it. Uh, what I would say is definitely get your friend who is going to be, friend or family member who would be behind you on the stair lift uh, um, mm -hmm. ski lift get them to record you while yes. you figure it out for yourself and send it to yeah. the Leeds United podcast the official Leeds United podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then it. we'll tell you whether you're doing it right or wrong yeah we'll, 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 we'll rate it out of 10 we'll rate it out of 10 yeah, yeah I like this new feature new feature I like it well Bex I'm glad you enjoyed it I half expect that from future podcasts we're going to be seeing you in a chalet with your snowboarding outfit on aren't we absolutely hello 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 oh hello well, that is a voice that you might recognise, actually, Leeds United fans, because I am delighted, lads, to say we have a very impressive and brand new guest joining us this week. His fate of belly touched the floor, but we can now welcome brand new Leeds United signing, Max Verber. Maxi. Now, Max moved to Ellen Road from Red Bull Salzburg and he made his debut in the game against Cardiff City in the FA Cup on Sunday and immediately endeared himself to the Leeds United faithful with a bull-blooded substitute appearance. <laughs> so, Max... I'm Emma, by the way. Nice to meet you. I was in the same room as you the other day, and that sounds really creepy. But it that was a room here. That does sound very no, creepy. No, 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 listen. I was, it was watching the you no, from no, the corner no, of the no, room. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what? It was, it, was, it was the chairman's lounge ahead of the game against West Ham. I think you were in there with your family. Is that right? Ah, uh, yeah, for the West Ham game, yeah. I think you were at the table next to me. Yes, that's... Oh, God, that makes me feel a lot less creepy ah, yeah. now if you <laughs> knew I was yeah. there. <laughs> um, so, and obviously, you, you, you probably already met... Jermaine. We've not met yet. No, we haven't. Have we not? not met yet. No, no. 
No, Tony yeah. Dorigo kind of stole my moment. I was I was meant to have a conversation with you when you first signed for Leeds, but Tony Dorigo, fellow left back, oh, ended okay. up uh, interviewing <laughs> you instead. Bex used to play for us before you were born. Shut a up, while ago. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Max, are you a Harry Potter fan? Yes, a big one. So do you know who that is there? You don't have to, it's fine. He was he was small <laughs> and fat on the show. <laughs> so it's mean, an accurate description. <laughs> this is this is Neville Longbottom. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. You look older, man. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm bloody 33. <laughs> this is uh, this is about Harry Potter now. Yes, oh my it is. God. Right. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> yes, we do. It is a great pleasure to have you join us. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah, of course. Really happy to be here. Do you know, you look very, very happy and smiley. I'm not used to that when I jump on this podcast with Isper. Yeah, because I'm on a podcast with Neville Longbottom, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, there's the elephant in the room out of the way, isn't it? So I guess, Max, right, we want to interview you, but do you have any questions for Neville, first off? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Why are you here, I suppose, is the first one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Why are you a Leeds fan? You should be like like a fan of a Quidditch team or something else. (laughs) It's the same question I ask myself every every time I come on to do the show, mate. Why why am I here? Um, I yeah, born and bred in Leeds. Been a Leeds fan all my life. Been um, supporting the club, but even but even back when Bex used to play, which was gosh, don't you know? Listen, just because Max has made you feel a little bit old, mate, don't try and pass the baton on to me. All right? I see where you're going with this, mate. I see it. Um, but yeah, no, just huge Leeds fan, and uh, I've had the pleasure to um, to host this with these two for the last couple of years. Cool, next role. But yeah, absolutely. Um, so welcome, welcome, welcome to Leeds. Max, I was in the same room as you. You were in there in the chairman's lounge with your family who, oh, they just seemed really lovely. In fact, was it your sister or someone was there and she told me that my bag was, um, she basically gave me the heads up that it looked like my bag was in the middle of the floor and it could get like tripped over or anything. I thought that's really, really kind. And your family all seemed lovely, but did they enjoy themselves in there? Yeah, they loved it. So uh, my father was always a, a big football fan. So for him, it was a great experience to be the first time at Ellen Road. He was, uh, he's a big, big England fan. So most of his wardrobe is like England shirts and like really, really old uh, uh, football shirts. And he actually has one uh, Leeds, Leeds shirt from the 70s or 80s. Wow. So he's he's trying to find that. And yeah, I think my mother was she was just uh, excited and a little bit nervous what what's mm. going to happen now that the next couple of weeks and yeah, my sister was also there and my girlfriend. So it was a was a good experience. Do you know what I took from that? I took that Max's dad is a Leeds United fan. Yeah. That's that's what I that's heard. That's all I heard. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> after, after the first game and uh, after experience the atmosphere, he's definitely a Leeds United fan. And he has no other choice now. He has no, no other choice. No, he doesn't have any choice. That's that's all that's the part of, of being a Leeds United um player, supporter and and all-round fan. How did you find your um your very first debut, making your debut coming off the bench? Um yeah, it was it was surprising for me first of all to come as uh, come on the pitch as a number 6 or like a <laughs> central uh, midfield player I haven't yeah. played that position for like three and a half years and um, yeah I think then we showed a great character and it was great to get the get the fans involved again um, get some emotions into the game keep fighting and uh, never stop believing that we can turn this around and I think that's exactly what what we did the last 30 minutes 
And um, yeah, after the game, uh, you could see on the reaction of the fans that uh, they loved what we did in the last minutes. Did the manager explain to you, uh, either when you signed or in training the week before or even that morning, that you might be coming on in midfield? I mean, to come on at 2-0 down as well, I mean, that's a, that's quite a mission that he's, that he's assigned you there. Was that out of the blue or were you aware that might happen? Yeah, so before I signed, I spoke to Jesse and uh, I already know him um, mm-hmm. in my years in Salzburg with him. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, in Salzburg, we were always like joking uh, that I'm going to play as a number six. And he said, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not uh, technical enough and something like that. And now <laughs> when when he called me the first time and said that he wanted me to bring to Leeds, for sure, like the first two options were playing as a left back and center back, but uh, that I maybe also get some minutes as a, as a holding uh, midfield player. And uh, yeah. That's what happened. It was also a little bit of a surprise, but uh, I think it went well. It went very well. Very well. How, how do you find it, Max, adapting to different positions? Yeah, I, I like it. So I'm, I'm used to it. I started as a striker. and uh, Oh, yeah? Wow. Yeah. Were you any good at a, as a striker? Yeah, I was, I was pretty good. I think <laughs> I still hold like a record in the under 10 teams. But, oh, you know. <laughs> hey, records are records, man. It doesn't exactly, matter where they are. Exactly, exactly. Now I think uh, I actually started playing centre-back with 16. And then after a couple of months, I directly got promoted uh, to the first team. Um, I think it was around 2016 uh, with uh, Rapid Vienna. And from there, I kept on playing centre-back. But before, I always was like... Uh, more like uh, offensive or um, yeah, like holding midfield player. And how have you found it? Because obviously you've been reunited, haven't you, with Jesse, Aronson and Christensen. How happy were you and how much of a sway was that in you actually coming to Leeds, Max? Yeah, of course. I was I was really happy to see them and uh, also that uh, especially to see Rasmus again because uh, we share a little a little story already together. I think uh, it was 2018 when I made my transfer to Ajax Amsterdam. He came half a year later and uh, we were neighbors in Amsterdam for one and a half years. No way. Then I went uh, six months uh, to Sevilla and then we joined again in summer, um, both to Salzburg, <laughs> been neighbors there again. And uh, now, uh, um, yeah, now that I'm coming back to Leeds, the first thing uh, what I have to do is fr- uh, try to find an apartment close to him to be, to be his neighbor again. <laughs> that would be brilliant. Love that. Obviously, it's very useful that you already know these players and, and maybe uh, in some way you're on, the, you're on the same wavelength on the pitch. But obviously, coming into that position at holding midfield, you know, that's a position where you really need to be fully understanding what everyone's ideas are, where everyone's moving, what the patterns of play are. How easy was it to slot into this into this Leeds unit? Um, obviously, like I said, knowing those players helps, but there's a lot of players there you don't know. How how easy was it? It felt it felt pretty easy on the pitch. So directly in the first couple of trainings, the lads uh, directly integrated me really well into the group. And uh, I think that's also a big point why I felt so comfortable playing there because I know the guys trust me and I know I can trust them and they directly gave me a good feeling when I came here. So then you can be like directly confident and do what you used to do. And yeah, I think when I came on, we were we were 2-0 down and then it was just like, okay, we push forward, uh, play forward as much as we can, try to look for deep balls, try to cre- uh, create chances. And I think uh, the whole team was just uh, feeling at that moment, okay, if we keep on doing that, we will get our chances. We will maybe mm-hmm. score one or two goals. And uh, that's exactly what we did. And for me, it was not was not pretty difficult, I have to say. 
Amazing. So in terms of you as a player and your experiences uh, in all the, the previous clubs you've been at, what do you feel like will be the biggest qualities or the main qualities that you feel you'll be able to bring from your past experiences and integrate into to this current Leeds United team? I hate this question. <laughs> I love this question. Now I love it. As a, as a player, I used to hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's always like the worst fe- feeling when you have to talk about your own qualities. I think that's, uh, I think, uh, yeah, the fans, the manager or whoever should, uh, yeah, should speak about it. But I think what, uh, what I can bring to the table is like uh, a good passing, for sure, I, I developed now uh, leadership qualities. I've been captain now in, in several teams. And uh, yeah, bring on like this personality, what's in me, um, this fighting spirit into the team. And uh, yeah, also this uh, mentality to never give up. And uh, I think that's exactly what we need in our situation. Yeah, Max, sure. that, that answer there uh, shows me a great deal of uh, humility. You know, there's, there's, there's probably some players out there who would be like, oh, I'm this, this, I'm the best at this, I'm the best at that. And I think that you've given a really balanced, reasoned answer there. Yeah. And I just want to touch on on that mentality a little bit, that, that humility, because I think I'm right in saying you still hold the record as, as the most expensive transfer to to the Austrian Bundesliga when you signed for, for Salzburg. How does that weigh on you a little bit as a player? Does that does that bring some added pressure or or is that something where you can go, yeah, I am I am worth that and it and it spurs you on? How how do you cope with that? I think for me it was not not that kind of a big deal because uh, whatever the clubs decide what they want to pay for one player, you know, this is this, I, I cannot influence that, you know, if, if mm-hmm. one club says I'm worth ten million pounds, twenty million pounds Okay, that's that's fine for me, but that's that's not my business. I just try to focus on my job and uh, keep working as, as as hard as possible, get into the team and get some get some points and results for the club. I think that's that's what I'm what I'm here for, and that's what we players are here for. And uh, for everything everything else, all the surroundings, all the pressure, all the different opinions of media and fans or whatever. I think uh, it's important for every player. To get like uh, their own solution, how to turn these back noises off, and I think mm-hmm. uh, that's what I learned in my in my time in Amsterdam, especially also in Sevilla, when uh, things were not going so well. That I just learned, okay, I have to turn off that switch and just just be me and focus of what I what I love doing, and uh, that's that's also what I, what I did in Salzburg, and that's also what I'm gonna do here now. We've got to ask you the most important question, Max. Have you tried any Yorkshire cuisine since you've been here? Uh, I'll, I'll try fish and chips if that's a Yorkshire cuisine. <laughs> yeah, it'll do. <laughs> yes, if that, we'll take that. Have you had it? Yeah, I had it, yeah. What do you think of it? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. So normally, like what I used to do when I was like 15, uh, 16, 17, 18, my friends and I, we always travelled uh, for boxing days to London, watched some football. And darts. No way. And darts. Yeah, and darts. Yeah, we've, we've been a couple of times to the Ali Pelly. Ali Pelly. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's brilliant. Did you go in fancy dress? Yeah, we were dressed like uh, we were five guys and we were twice there. One time we were dressed as like superheroes, like Superman, Hulk, <laughs> no uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman, whatsoever. And one time we were dressed like uh, 
three guys were dressed as a, as a cow and two as a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we also spent some time in in some pubs and uh, had some fish and chips wow. before. Yeah, love it. So <laughs> you're so you're quite uh, you're quite up on the on the culture of uh, not just England. I mean, darts is about as English as it bloody gets. But just in terms <laughs> of, of of sport and and particularly football in this country, you're kind of already well up to speed on what it means and what and what it's all about then yeah for sure we always watched uh, in austria it's it was always a big thing to to get mm-hmm. to watch premier league because i think there was only like one week per game that was on live tv and this was always like a, a must see for for me and, and my friends so yeah i know i know wow. about the culture i know how much defense love this game how much defense support each club and uh, yeah, I'm going to experience this now the next uh, coming weeks, I think. How have you found the fans, Max, since you've been here? What have the Leeds United fans been like with you? Yeah, it was amazing. So like I saw the West Ham game and the atmosphere was was already getting crazy, especially after the 2-2. But uh, now before the before the cup game, like the, the guys in the dressing room were saying, yeah, there's going to be around 6,000, 7,000 away fans. And I thought, okay, if there's going to be like 3,000, then it's already good for like a, a, way, a way fence. And then when I saw the stands and uh, you heard the, the, the fence singing, it just felt like a home game. It was, uh, wow. was amazing. So I've, I've never experienced something like that. Oh, it gets better, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> yes, it does. I'm, I'm fascinated in, in the psychology of, of footballers. Um, and, and you touched on earlier about how you try and block out things, you know, particularly things that are beyond your control and, and, and things that are not helpful or necessary to the performance. When we were 2-0 down against Cardiff and the fans were really singing their hearts out and, and I know Jesse's talked about them really being the 12th man on the day. Do you notice that as well? Because you talk about, about, about obviously drowning things out and ignoring certain things, but stuff like that, useful stuff, does that spur you on? Do you, do you, do you allow that in, the, the, the Leeds United crowd noise? Yes, so there's like... It depends, you know, when you're like on the pitch and the ball is moving, you're just focused on your positioning, trying to find the next man, trying to make right decisions. But I definitely heard the fans uh, when I made like, uh, I think my first tackling and you hear like the whole mm-hmm. stand uh, <laughs> cheering for that. Then you know, okay, the fans are there, they're supporting you. They're getting louder and louder. And then as soon as the ball is, is outside or we're going to go for a corner kick or, or whatsoever, then you can really... Uh, Feel the noise of the of the fans. We uh, we like a strong tackle. I'm sure you noticed that. <laughs> Already noticed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued to know. Every time you you sign for a new club, right? There's an initiation, and I've had to do some stupid ones in the past. <laughs> Standard ones like singing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Have you done one yet? And if you have, what is it? No, and uh, don't e- don't even oh, mention don't worry, it. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to send a message. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> even mention it. Just that's, that's like the worst thing in football. Is like this uh, this inis- initiation oh. stuff. Is like it's uh, horrible. I-, I hate it. It's just. What uh, have you done previously? What have you had to do? Yeah, most of the times it's singing. What's your song? Uh, I have no idea. It's probably like uh, you know, Abner Ski. No, how's it go? No, no, no. It's like <laughs> it's it's not a song. It's like uh, when you when you're like going go skiing yeah. and then you finish skiing, you go like at a at a house up up mm-hmm. in the mountains and there's yeah. just a big party 
and they just play like local German songs. Oh, nice. And oh, wow. these are like, so nobody understands it. It's like uh, party music. <laughs> oh, so good idea. I think it's, silly, that's, that's, I like that's that. the one, one to go. <laughs> but I already did some did some silly stuff in, in Salzburg. It's like doing different competitions in, in teams and dancing and all kinds of stupid <laughs> stuff. So don't bring that up. Don't bring any players. I don't want any, I don't want any surprises I'll the next week. I'll cancel the message. I'll cancel the message. <laughs> oh, oh. Max, you've been an absolute joy. Thank you so much for offering to come and join us on the official Leeds United podcast. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah, wish you the best of luck going forward, mate. I've I've got one more one more question for Neville Longbottom. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, is is there like any any movie coming up like similar to Harry Potter or like the Cursed Child the book? Is it gonna be like filmed or? <laughs> um, I, honestly, mate, I've I've someone asked me this question at the weekend. I've honestly no idea. I've not heard of of, of anything at all. Um, there's always there's always rumours floating around, um, but uh, nothing that that I've heard that's that's concrete. Um, they're still going ahead with the uh, the Fantastic Beasts series. I think that's still moving forward. I went to visit the set on that a couple of years ago. Um, everyone seems very happy there. So uh, I think they're focused on that. And I've heard nothing personally. I'm never saying never, but um, no, nothing that I've heard, mate. So you'll be the first to know. If I do, if I do, I'll yeah, be straight I hope so. on the phone. I hope yeah. so. I'm, I'm always, I'm open for like a role or something, you know? Yeah, I, absolutely. I've heard nothing personally. Absolutely. doesn't mean you haven't heard anything. Don't try and play us, mate. We know the oh. game. No, I haven't heard anything. Yes, I, I, I hear the is. same rumours you guys do. I'm not privy to any unique information, I promise you. <laughs> well, there you, there you have it, Max. That is your exclusive from Neville Longbottom himself. Thank you so, so much. We'll let the lads know that you're keen to get your initiation done. Um, best of luck, take care. And thank you so much once again for joining us on the official Leeds United podcast. Thank much you. appreciation, mate. Can't wait to see you out on the field again, mate. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Max. Max, take, take care. care. Take care. Oh, what a guy, isn't he, lads? Big fan. Top draw. That was brilliant. That was very interesting. Yeah, I. Um, it's always nice. I mean, we don't we don't often get you know new boys that fresh off the boat, do we? So that was really nice to get someone and, and, and get an idea of the kind of player they are and the kind of man they are. That You're was just really... buzzing he's a Harry Potter fan. Yes, I was going to yeah. say. I thought Matt was going to say, we don't normally get Neville Longbottom fans, do we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, all time, all time. Tyler, I don't see his eyes. Oh, you see his oh, eyes when he said Neville. This is Neville Longbottom. He's like, what? Yeah. Oh, mate, it's so cute. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> you look old as shit. <laughs> Cheers for that. <laughs> Bring me up, slap me down. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what a, what a great guy. And obviously we wish him all the best at Absolutely. Leeds United. Mm. Right, lads, before I let you pair go, quick predictions for the game against Villa. 17-0 Leeds United. Yeah. Go on, Leeds. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. I would say, I reckon it's going to be yes. quite close. 3-1 or 4-2 to, to us. Ooh. Plenty of goals. Mm. Go on, Matt. Yes. They're a weird team, Villa. Like, they're capable of being Very. good and then capable Very. of being really poor. Mm. Um, and and I, and I, and it just depends on which Villa we're going to get on the day, really, I suppose. Um, I think that what I would like to see from us is is a response to that, that first half against Cardiff. I want... I want uh, lads to go out and 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 mm. basically say mm. that's not happening again you know we need to be starting strong we can't be we can't be giving away uh soft 
soft goals um, because it just leads us a mountain to climb. And and we are capable of it. And we've proved that against your your Bournemouth and even you know Coming Spurs back against and, West and, uh, as well. and against yeah. Cardiff. But <laughs> but it's it's just such hard work. <laughs> and I think it's hard work for me watching. God knows what it's like for them on the pitch. So um, yeah, we just need to stay really tight for the first half. And I think I think. I think we'll want to show that. I think we'll. I think we might nick it. I don't think it's going to be a, a, a high-scoring game. Which I think we might nick it either one 0 or two one. Well, best of luck to the lads against Villa. Enjoy the game if you are going to it. Now, lads, we have got to say a very emotional farewell to Matthias Click, who has made mm. the move to DC United. What a player and what a man he's been, hasn't he? We love him. We do indeed. It's a big miss, isn't it? Um, not just on the pitch. I mean. We saw against West Ham what he's what he can do, you know, what he's always been able to do for us. Um, heart on the sleeve. I know it's such a cliche, but he played the Leeds way, you know. Um, but that translated into into off the pitch as well. He just seemed to have this affinity with the fans because he just seemed to get what we were all about. And uh, I think we'll miss him in in more ways than one. Uh, and uh, yeah, Leeds United's loss is uh, DC United's gain, unfortunately. Oh, and Bex, you could see how emotional he was, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. I went down and saw him after the game as well. And, um, you know, he, he was having interviews left, right and centre. And the poor guy's eyes were bright red. He was he was so sad. He was frustrated that he, he was leaving. But obviously, from, from a footballing perspective, you get it. You know, I've I've been in a, a similar situation where you're in a, a a position in your life where you you have to play week in week out. You have to play more minutes, and he's still he's still really good. You know, so you know for everything that he's given to us the, to the club to to be able to reciprocate that and and give him that option the opportunity to to go out to to DC to play his trade, continue playing his trade is a is a massive boost for himself. Um, but he's a he's a great lad and, and we'll miss him. We'll all miss him. Apart from Bob. No. Don't think Bob will miss him much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made up in the end. Um, but he, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a position that will and I don't mean a position as in like a, a, a position within a formation. I mean a, a position within the club that will that we'll miss. Um it's gonna be big shoes yeah. for wh- whomever um, has to fill um, just as a, as a personality around the club. Uh, DC United will be coming to Orlando in in April, I believe, to play Orlando City, and uh, the Orlando Whites will will absolutely be there to to cheer Click oh, on. Nice. Well, Mateus Click, thank you for everything that you did for us during your time here at Leeds United, and best of luck at DC United. If you are heading to the game against Villa, do enjoy it. Thank you very much to Max Verber for joining us on the official Leeds United podcast. Thank you very much to you both, lads, for joining me. It's been nice, first time this year. Thank you to you for listening. Enjoy the game against Villa, and a happy new year. We'll see you next week. Yes. <laughs>